Tuesday morning broadcast. Hey, you know what this week's Parsha is? Parsha Shlach. In Parsha Shlach, we learn about the mitzvah of tzitzit. And that mitzvah has a component to it that some of us are familiar with and others are not familiar with called techelet. The second annual Yom Iyun from Batil Techelet is happening down in Baltimore, Maryland this weekend on Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. We'll give you the details on that. Plus, because it is the uh, week of Parsha Shlach, there's a special offer that's being made by the people at Batil Techelet. We'll get the information on that as well. Our good friend, Dr. Baruch Sturman, is with us live via telephone from the Patil Techelet Foundation. Dr. Sturman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, thank you very much. It's wonderful to be on again. A pleasure to have you. Well, here we are, Parsha Shlach. This is where we learn about the mitzvah of tzitzit. Uh, it's, it's, I'll tell you, what fascinates me probably more than anything else about this is that people are so unwilling traditionally, especially in this generation, to make any changes to traditions that are hundreds or possibly even thousands of years old. And it's been a long, long time, relatively speaking, uh, that we had no trellis, not knowing exactly how to you know, go ahead and make those uh, strings of trellis. You guys go ahead. You uh, do the incredible research and all the unbelievable stories that go behind it to find this trellis color. And look what's happening. All of a sudden, People over the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years are actually adding trellis to their, their tzitzit. Are you as amazed by this development as I am? It really is absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, here we are. We just finished, I, I would say, a quarter of a century of trellet. Uh, uh, that trellet is, is more or less back, back uh, alive again. And, uh, and to be a part of it is really an unbelievable chut. It's a merit. Uh, that we really thank ourselves for every day, not just to be able to wear trelet, which is really just something amazing when you think about at least 1,300 years that uh, that we weren't able to fulfill that mitzvah. But me personally and my friends around that are involved in this, my whole family, um, what a crazy and unbelievable zechut <laughs> to be part of, of you know, a mitzvah. You know, people say... A, a, a rav once told me, you know, everybody wants to be Shomer Mitzvot. But he said, Baruch, you are Shomer, the Mitzvah of Tchelet. You are the one who has to make sure and to guard and make make it possible for Tchelet on their tzitzit. What an unbelievable thing. Why did it take so many centuries? I know we've done the story before and a lot of people in the audience are familiar with it. But in short, why did it take so many centuries to get to this point? We're about 200 years, I would say, into Tchelet research, if you will. And uh, there was just one little piece of information that had been missing all of, the, all of that time. It was clear to everyone who, who approached this subject that sea snails produce purple color. That's what the Teferet Yisrael believed. That's what the Radzina Rebbe, who went looking for Tchelet, believed. That's what Herzog believed. And that's what all of the scientists, archaeologists, marine biologists, historians, everyone believed that. But the problem is that if you believe, as the Talmud tells us, as the Gemara says, that the Tchelet is a chilazon, which is a, a snail, a sea snail, because it lives in the Mediterranean. So if you believe that it's a sea snail, but you also believe that Tchelet had to be a blue, uh, let's say a sky blue color, so then you're in this conundrum. Sea snails give purple. 
Tchelet has to be blue, can Tchelet then come from a sea snail? And that was the issue that was never able to be resolved until just very, very recently in 1985. There was an experiment that was done by Professor Otto Elsner here in Israel who recognized that at a very, very specific stage in the dyeing process, exposing the dye to sunlight will produce this amazing, gorgeous, beautiful sky blue. And once that discovery was made, it was really only a few years till the rabbinic community, the halachic community, started taking notice of this, and specifically uh, the founder of our organization, Rav Eliyahu Tevger, who, uh, who made the first set of tzitzit, and myself, you know, my good friends Joel Guberman and Ari Greenspan, uh, we joined him uh, just a few years later and decided that we had to make this trailer available to the, uh, to the wider population, to every Jew in the world. And we, and, and we might be surprised, but maybe to some it's not a surprise, that some of the leading rabbinic figures across the board uh, actually wear this trailer now as part of their tzitzit, as part of their talit as well. And, and you know, crazy question, but, you know, just so people understand what's going on. Uh, if the Rambam was around today, what would he say about this? Would he be wearing your tzitzit? <laughs> Look, it would, it, it, uh, you're asking, uh, I, I guess I have to say that I'm uh, a little bit, as they say, no gay abedavar. <laughs> right, uh, that's true. I have a little <laughs> bit of um, of an interest in this, I would say, and I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, I'm a little bit uh, biased, yeah. Uh, biased, exactly. Uh, but I would have to say... Taking my hat as a scientist, it is really very, very difficult to make any argument that this is not exactly the trailer that was worn by Rabbi Akiva, by, by Abaye in the Gemara, and Rabbi Shmuel by Yehuda who tells us how to die trailer in the times of the mission, in the times of the Gemara. This was absolutely the trailer that was worn. What would the Rambam do today? I, 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 I have to believe that the Rambam, as somebody who loved mitzvot so dearly, would have found every possible way, that, if he could have, to be mekayim, this mitzvah of Tchelet. And uh, if the Rambam, uh, one thing I can say, there are many, many, many people, hundreds of thousands, that are wearing Rambam Tchelet today. We have three different types of Tchelet, depending on how many strings you put in there. Right. So we have Rambam Tchelet, we have Raivit Tchelet, we have Tosvot and Rashi Tchelet, and maybe that's one thing that's, that, that, that really is beautiful about this. All of these laws, the Gemara and Minachot, and all of the Halachot in the Rambam, and, 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 and all of these other arcane laws that really were forgotten for so many, so many centuries. Nobody learned them, because why would you learn them? They were you know, completely impractical and, and, and very, very complicated. And now these things are being studied, whether you accept our trailer, you don't accept trailer, whether you wear trailer, you don't wear trailer. People are arguing about this. People are learning these issues. People are debating and coming up every single day. Because new chidushim, new understandings within this. And it really has spawned an entire, uh, an entire wing of academic research and halachic research, and that really is exciting. The second annual Yom Ion, Ptil Tchelet Yom Ion, is this coming Sunday at 9 a.m. at Congregation Shomri Amuna in Baltimore, Maryland. Those of you in Baltimore, get ready. Uh, Rav Herschel Schechter, Rosh Hashiva at YU, Rabbi Arya Leibowitz of North Woodmere, Rabbi Ben-Sion Halberstam, Rabbi Fkahal Hasidim in Lakewood, they're all going to be presenting. Admission is free. Information about all of this, go to the website, tchelet.com, that's T-E-K, H-E-L-E-T dot com, T-E-K-H-E, 
L-E-T dot com. Dr. Sturman, what's the foundation doing this week for Schlock? They're celebrating by uh, actually offering Tchelis at some type of gift discount? Yeah. Well, Parsha Shlach is the is the parsha that we uh, that we read about tzitzit and then new tzitzit hakanaf petil tchelat. Part of the mitzvah tzitzit is tchelat. We ran a survey recently for over a thousand people who wear tchelat and asked them what was the hardest part, what was the most difficult part, uh, even after you were convinced that you should be wearing tchelat, what was difficult about it? And the overwhelming issues that came up were first of all price. I have to say, it is not the same as, uh, a, a, as regular white strings. Of course, Tchelet was known as, a, as, as, uh, as, as Big Day Malchut, right? It's what the kings wore, Mordechai Yatsami Lufnei HaMelech. Mordechai wore Big Day Malchut Tchelet. So you can't expect it, and no one would expect it to be exactly the same price, but price was one issue. The other issue is that for 1,300 years we have no clear tradition as to how to tie tchelet. Right. People do know how to tie white tzitzit, mm-hmm. but there are so many different opinions that it's very, very complicated to actually tie the tzitzit onto, uh, 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 onto the garment. So what we decided is once a year, Parsha Shulach, we're going to make it easy. All you have to do is order the strings, and we will tie the tchelet onto a garment, a talit katan, and give you that garment and the tying for free. So essentially, for the price of just the strings of tchelet, you get an entire, complete, already tied uh, set of tchelet. I have to say, the uh, response has been absolutely overwhelming. We tried this kind of on a, on a low scale last year, and we expected to, you know, to more or less get over the, uh, the two weeks that we're running this sale, essentially what we got last year. I can tell you that in the first two days of the sale, we were already over the entire amount of, uh, uh, of orders that we got last year um, for, this, uh, for, for, for the entire three weeks of the sale. So it really is uh, an overwhelming response, and people are looking for this kind of, uh, uh, of ease and, uh, and capabilities of wearing tchelet. We have to make it easier for people. We have to make it more available for people. And I assume the website so has... I assume the website... Come into the website, look for our ads. They're online. And, uh, you know, the next thing you know, you'll be wearing tchelet on your tzitzit, kissing it when you say the words, The free Yom Iyun is happening in Baltimore this coming Sunday at Shomri Amuna, starting at 9 a.m. Uh, information about the sale and everything that uh, the Tchelet, Til Tchelet Foundation is offering for Parsha Shlach, you go to Tchelet.com, T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T.com. You can find out uh, all the different information, as, Rabbi, as uh, Dr. Sturman just mentioned to us, uh, a big sale for the uh, in honor of the week of Parsha Shlach. Well, continued success, Dr. Sturman, you and the entire foundation. It's amazing what you've done. And as you say, the common thread that unites our Jewish past, present, and future is in fact the Tchelet. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Nachum. Take care. The Yomi is in Baltimore. It's free. It's this Sunday starting at 9 a.m. The big sale is going on now. All you got to do is go to the website, Tchelet.com, T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T.com. I want to thank Dr. Baruch Sturman, who has an amazing book, by the way, on the whole Tchelet story and uh, the history, the halachas, etc. You should check that out. He's been with us before, and we had an opportunity to discuss it. Tuesday morning broadcast, more coming up. It's JM in the AM.